Hello, and welcome to The Artist Pivot, a weekly conversation with artists about their current pivot, past pivots, and every pivot in between. I am your host, Ayana Major Bay, an actress who wants to educate, empower, and celebrate artists so they have no option but to thrive. On this episode, I am joined by actress, singer, comedian, and entrepreneur, Robin Major, also known to me as my cousin friend. I say that because Robin and I met at an audition many years ago, and we have the same last name. Technically, my name is Major hyphen Bay, but the family doesn't use it that way. Robin and I haven't figured out how we are related yet, but we are. So Robin was born in Chicago and raised with a little New York spice. She has been acting since she was 14 and has always come back to her love of theater. We talk about the launch of her Beyond Beauty magnetic lashes, how she willingly has always worn many hats, and how this time off from the artist's hustle is a factory reset. Here's our conversation. All right. Y'all, I am so delighted to say that joining me today, I have my cousin friend, Miss Robin Major. Hey, Robin. Hey. How are you? You know what? I'm good. I am good. And how are are you doing? Even though it's a loaded question, how are you doing? What I really want to ask is like how your soul is feeling and like how's your hydration level today? Yes, I'm blessed and highly favored. Amen. I got my water right now. This is like my third cup. I Mm -hmm. feel like this is my coffee. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm doing really, really well. I'm I'm very, very grateful uh, to be in the position that I am in already, especially during this pandemic, because not a lot of people um, are doing too well. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm I'm trying my best to thrive and survive. All right. Amen. Yes. <laughs> All right. The thrive and survive. So, yeah, let's let's jump in and talk about it. Like how. How was your 2020 and and what did you do? Because I know you made some pivots, which I'm very proud of. I actually got my package in the mail today. Um, So let's talk about that. (laughs) Yes. Okay. So the beginning of 2020, um, I was working, uh, you know, actors. We always have that bread and butter job. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was working at a burger joint in Chicago, a really, really popular burger joint. And I was making really good money. So uh, the last couple of years, like 2018 to 2020, I was kind of um, very selfish. Um, I was doing shows here and there, um, but I was kind of taking a break from theater. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was traveling a lot. So when 2020 hit, I was actually coming back from vacation. So my birthday is in March. So I went to Bali for a couple of weeks. And that was so much fun. And the moment I literally, the Sunday I came back, Chicago went on lockdown. So my job was basically furloughed. Um, and then eventually they had to let us go. Um, so I was just chilling in 2020, um, especially in the beginning. I was the biggest couch potato. Um, and I always say my whole life, I prayed for a snow day. So as an adult, You can't really like, you can't have a snow day. When it's snow, you got to go to work no matter what. So this was like the first time where I had to, you know, relax and take a break. Like I was forced, we were all forced to do it. So in the beginning, I didn't do a damn thing. I watched a whole bunch of Netflix, Hulu, (laughs) all the shows that was trending. I finally was hopping on board, the Tiger Kings and, you know, all that stuff. I watched it all. and. Um, and at the end of June, 
I realized I'm like, you know, I need to do something because I just can't be sitting here and I show for nothing. Um, actually, I take that back. In May, I started my YouTube channel because mm-hmm. um, I just wanted to express myself. So I do like, you know, just funny, quirky little things because I'm a weirdo. Um, and then I had saved like three to four thousand dollars. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to invest in a product. I'm going to do some research because I wanted to I wanted to start Amazon FBA um, in 2018. But my job was, you know, I'm working full time and I'm making good money. So I'm like, you know what? I put that on the back burner. So I was like, you know what? I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to try this Amazon FBA and we're just going to see what happens. And I found my product. It took me a while to get the packaging and get everything right. Um, but once 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 it was done, it was done. It's, and, and, and that's basically it. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm still riding that wave or trying to ride that wave, trying to get some momentum. But my 2020, it was very stressful, but um, it was also a blessing in disguise. Right, 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 right. Amen. So, you know, like most of us, you were like, okay, well, I'm going to sit on this couch for a while. And like you said, Netflix, let me watch the Tiger King and all (laughs) all of the kings and all of this. And then you're like, okay, I want to do something. Yeah. Yeah. And so your YouTube channel came up and then, you know, your new product, your new line, Beyond Beauty, which is on Amazon. And Mm -hmm. you have these beautiful lashes out. Y'all, I got them today and I've been looking at it. I cannot wait to try them on. And like... (laughs) be on the Instagram like y'all look y'all see my cousin fresh she got these lashes out you should go get them <laughs> yes I appreciate you so much look I wanted to the thing about Amazon FBA is um I wish that I would have gotten started sooner because mm-hmm. it's easier to have something light and compact so the main thing they're like as long as it fits in a shoebox like that's mm-hmm. the whole mindset and some people may think about like oh you 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 don't love lashes? I'm like, no, I do love lashes. It's just you have to have a problem. To me, in order to sell something, you have to solve a problem. So Mm -hmm. how can you help society, even if it is in the beauty industry? How can you help move it along and make it easier for somebody who's never done it before? So once I saw it, I just became so passionate about it because honestly, the product is so damn good. And I'm like, goodness, oh, wow, like... (laughs) This is actually pretty decent. So yeah, so I, I'm I'm just very grateful how everything turned out because it's actually something that I could stand behind. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. 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 So two things with that. So I know that they are magnetic lashes mm-hmm. as well as explain to me, you you keep saying Amazon, is it FBA? Yes. So fulfilled by Amazon. So the thing okay. with Amazon Prime, if you have Amazon Prime, which is most of us do, that's why mm-hmm. Jeff Bezos is so rich. Um, uh, Amazon Prime is basically, they have a huge warehouse so all these vendors participate on Amazon. So if you go, if you click the link for my product, you're going to go to my store, basically. And that's mm-hmm. online. So any anything you search, um, Amazon, it'll pop up on the search. And let's just say you're looking for magnetic lashes. It's going to be a whole bunch of vendors who are selling magnetic lashes. So the goal is to make it to the first page. Because usually when you're on Amazon, you don't really go to the fifth or the sixth page. You're you're looking at the first page and you're going to look at the reviews and that's how you make your purchase. So when you make your purchase, 
it goes straight to the Amazon warehouse and, and your stuff is shipped out uh, from the Amazon warehouse. So I'm not doing any of the shipping. Honestly, I'm, I have my own line, my own online store, but uh, people make a purchase through Amazon. Amazon ships out my product to the location. So it basically is just super quick and super easy. So it's just, um, yeah, yeah, easy money. <laughs> Understood. Understood. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And so what drew you to the magnetic lashes? Um, I was I was thinking uh, in 2019, I found what was popular it just started popping off were the, the mink lashes. So mm-hmm. um, I was like, okay, I wanted to to get into that, but I waited too late to just sell straight up lashes. I was I wanted to sell like a pack of three um, or, you know, or two packs, but the market was super duper oversaturated. So if I started selling just straight up mink lashes, then I wouldn't be seen because it's too many vendors. Um for mink lashes, the 25 millimeter lashes. So with my magnetic lashes, the one thing that I, I'm so proud of is the felt tip uh, liner. So that's how the um, the magnets adhere to, uh, to, to your eyes. So basically mm-hmm. you draw like an eyeliner. So if you know how to apply eyeliner, that's how the lashes can stick. So once you put on the lap, Put put on the uh, the uh, magnetic liner. You just adhere the lashes, and that was a game changer because now I have an adhesive. Because before you would have to add your own glue to a lash and wait for it to dry a little bit, get a little tacky, and then uh, apply it to your eye. But this is just easy. It's just a template. You're literally marking your template. You're making that wing, and then you're putting the lashes right on top of that wing. Um, and so that's how it sticks up. Yeah, it sticks to your eyes. So once that came into play, once I found that, I'm like, this is a game changer. So I can I can continue to sell lashes um, and it'll be a, a little bit better than if mm-hmm. I were just to sell mink lashes. I feel like I'm so boring. Understood. You what, girl? No, you are not boring. Listen, I asked you the question. I want to know because, like I said, I got my package. I can't wait to try it. And yes. you're talking about the like the glue. That struggle is so real. For those of you who have put on fake lashes before, yes, <laughs> yes. Oh, you know the struggle because because if you don't put the right amount of glue, but then it dries, or if you put too much glue and then it gets, it's just so tacky that it doesn't stick. And then yes. and once you put it on and then it's in the wrong place, and then you got to take it off, and then you, it's just yeah, so absolutely, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I usually say my lashes are the training re- training wheels for when you're ready to, you know, go to the beauty supply or you're ready to get some type of, you know, uh, other lash that mm-hmm. may not be the style that I have. And mm-hmm. you're like, okay, so now that I have training from using this BB Beyond Beauty, I just make a line. Now it's easier to apply, you know, lashes that's that aren't magnetic, so it'll be a little bit easier after the fact. Um, so I totally understand with you. At, at one point, I was wearing individual lashes because it was so hard to just put on a regular lash. I'm like, I'm just gonna, you know, do individual lashes because it's easier for me. You know, I just mm-hmm. put these on and they last for a whole week or two, and they mm-hmm. slowly start to fall off. And I just, you know, patch in the little holes. But I, yeah. Lashes are very hard. <laughs> yes, yes, I love them. Don't get me wrong, I love a lash. Okay, yes, yes. But sometimes you're just like, oh, I don't even want to put them on because I don't want to deal with this glue and mm-hmm. and this like tweezer and putting it in the wrong place. And then 
Yes. 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 But I love it. Oh, your lashes are out. I'm so happy for you and excited and proud of you. Thank you. You know, this was the hardest thing I have ever done. Um, My mom, I remember one point she just got really hard and was like, this is what comes with being an entrepreneur. She's like, I don't think you're you're good for it. That's what she told me because I was crying every day because little things were happening. Um, in the beginning, I was having problems with, you know, my packaging. Um, then I was having problems with the manufacturer. Like I had to switch a word on my packaging. And I'm like, I just paid my designer. Now I have to pay her more just to fix a word. Um, Amazon denied me twice um, in the beginning. So I'm like, I just finished. I paid for everything. I pay for, I'm sorry. No, you're good. <laughs> Y'all, her dogs want to be on the podcast. Right. <laughs> be quiet. Um, so basically, I pay for everything. I did all the designing and everything at the end. And then Amazon just was like, nope, we need to see wow. this. I had to change my packaging up because they're like, we need to know where your stuff is coming from because they don't want to have any liability basically mm-hmm. so if somebody has an allergic reaction they they're not they can't sue amazon they gotta sue me so amazon is like we need to have all of that information everything in order before we can approve you and it took me two go around so the third time when they finally approved me i like cried because i started in at the end of june with everything and i didn't get started until prime week in October. So that's how long. And then this is all of my savings. This is all of my money. And Mm -hmm. so I'm putting it into this product and I'm just like, if I can't sell this, Mm -hmm. how am I going to make my money back? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it was just very, very stressful. I'm so grateful that everything worked out. Um, It's, yeah, it's one of the hardest things I've done, Um, but I'm happy I'm here. (laughs) So now I know for the next product. Exactly. I'm happy you're here, too. And that just literally shows your resiliency. And but you but Robin, you've had that inside you the whole time, like being an artist. Oh, hell yeah. We are resilient creatures, you know? Yes, absolutely. So that you've always had. It was just a new you were using your resiliency in a new lane. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, I think about auditions all the time. Um, because it was at one point in Chicago, I moved back at, at the end of 2014. So 2015, 2016, I was heavy audition mode and going to auditions. And I was surprised I even survived then because I didn't make no money in Chicago. It's, it's a little bit different from New York because the gigs, they're there, but they don't pay as well um, as... You know, like if you're doing summer stock in another state or you're doing, you know, off off Broadway in New York, you're still making halfway decent money. Uh, But in Chicago, they pay us pennies. It's horrible. So I I was surprised I survived and was able to look good going to these auditions, getting this hobo pay. (laughs) But, (laughs) But I totally understand when you say resilient. I was like, you're right. You're right, because we were struggling over there in Chicago. <laughs> uh-huh. Yes, yes. And, you know, that is, in essence, what, what all artists are, 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 or I'll say, are still are going through right now mm-hmm. with this pandemic and 
the shape of our industry. And that leads me to a question of, you know, was there a time in your life before 2020 that, you know, forced you to pivot and pushed you to pick up the things you had you had been thinking about? Like you were thinking about Amazon years prior, but 2020 mm-hmm. gave you the time and also like the kick in the pants to be like, okay, Robin, you got to do this. Yes. But was there a time before that you you know, chose to pivot on purpose. Yes, absolutely. Um, when I was a part of a children's theater, well, two, a couple of children's theaters here in Chicago, and one of them was touring, and we used to tour on the East Coast. So when we were touring, you know, I never knew I could write songs or anything like that. So when I write songs for these kids... I literally felt like Britney Spears, the way these little kids were screaming for me. And I'm like, oh my goodness. And so at the end of the show, they're going up there like, oh my goodness, you have a YouTube, you have a YouTube. And I'm like, no. And I was just like, huh, I need a freaking YouTube. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, I, and, and the thing is, is like, that's when, that's when it started. So even though it wasn't necessarily into action, I didn't put it into action. It was still a pivot in my head because I didn't, I never would have thought of anything like that until these kids was re- they were like, you know, between eight and 12 years old, they wanted to see more. So because of them, they kind of changed my mindset. It was like, you know what, you could start doing this <laughs> and still be, you don't have to do theater. You know, you can do theater in your spare time, but you can do this too. You know, so that's, mm-hmm. I, pivoted, I pivoted there. Um, definitely Amazon FBA. And also with my traveling, I love to travel. So that that was my pivot. So for me, I always say that I chase the sun. So I work really, 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 really hard. And then I take like a whole week off and I go somewhere exotic, you know, or I mm-hmm. go someplace beautiful. Um, so yeah, I love, you know, Amazon FBA and I love my YouTube. But to me, travel is my biggest passion. So uh that was that's my pivot. Even when I'm broke, like it doesn't matter. I'm gonna find a way to get away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. And then I know you also mentioned to me that you started dabbling in a little stand-up comedy. Oh yeah. So I want to hear that. <laughs> so uh, yeah, basically, here in Chicago, Second City is is king over here. So if you if you somebody you've been through the Second City training um and you've been a part of some shows and I've done it when I was um, in my teenage years so now that I'm with the children theater children's theater companies a lot of the people who are who I'm working alongside um have gone through the second city program and they're doing shows so my friend Kayla pulling she is so talented she's one of the funniest people I know um, we were sitting in the car, smoking a little bit of trees. You know, it's legal over here now. Um, so we were we were high as hell, and I just went on a tangent, and everybody just was laughing. And I'm just like, you know, people always laugh at me. You know, I guess I'm naturally funny, but I was crying. They was crying, and she was like, "Have you ever thought about doing stand up?" And I was like, "No." She was like, "You should. You're so good." And I was like. Coming from you, that is like gold. And so she invited me to to an open mic and my cherry was pop. And I was just like, this is amazing. This is, 
you know, just because I always knew I was naturally funny. So it's good to get up and you have some kind of outline of material that you want to do. And you just go based off the audience. You hear their laughs and you just roll with it. You just keep going and going. Uh, so, yeah, stand-up comedy is one. And, and that's the reason why my YouTube is the way it is, is because I just have a quirky mind. I see different things and, you know, and, and I, it just processes differently in my brain. So it's just a little bit funny. Yeah. So, yeah, I love stand up. Um, mm-hmm. And I can't wait to get back to normal so I can get back on the stage. Uh, but, yeah, I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. It's like all these sounds. Somebody's <laughs> vacuuming now outside the door because they yeah. clean in the, in the hallway. And now my dogs are barking at the freaking vacuum. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> You're all right. You are so all right. It is okay. Yes. That is okay. Um, like like I said, when we started recording earlier, the sounds of life. Yes. Since we are not in a studio with each other, mm-hmm. you will hear the sounds of life. Yes. <laughs> <on> the recording. Because <laughs> the sounds is happening. Right the sounds now. is happening. All right. Right, right by my door. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm not going to. I'm, I'm going to stop talking about this. <laughs> But yeah, so you you made a pivot into stand up because, you know, a friend was like, okay, but you should try it like you're really funny and you should do this. And then you made another pivot with a YouTube channel because you're like, oh, like these kids really like like what I'm doing and creating. And they're they're asking me for my YouTube channel. Yes. And then you pivoted into Amazon, you yeah. know, and and now selling magnetic lashes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> sis, you out here. Right? I'm like, I wear many hats. and But I've always been like that. Even when I wasn't acting, I was always doing these different jobs. Because I'm a bartender, I'm a server. I do whatever it is to make a little bit of money. Uh, <laughs> it, mm-hmm. Last year, I was a part, because especially with um, my, the children's theater company I work for is Playmakers Lab. So everybody who comes out of that, they either start their own theater company or they have some sort of project. So people reach out to me and say, Robin, I'm, I'm, I started my own theater company, it's, but it's about financial literacy. Do you mind coming in and helping out? Hell yeah, because some people get grants. Hell yeah, give me some of that money. And it's not to say that I'm money hungry. I'm just passionate about working. You know, mm-hmm. I always want to, help out when I can with my friends. And, you know, so the hats just keep coming and they're coming in different ways. So I'm just surprised as, as everybody else that I'm doing all this different stuff. To me, it's not a big deal. It's just, you got to do what you need to do to survive. You got to do what you need to do to pay the bills. I'm just grateful that it's stuff that, that I love to do. So it's not really work, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Yes. It's, it's just, it's all love. To me, the only thing that's been work is that Amazon FBA, like I literally have to work. Uh, But other than that, everything else, I'm just happy to do it. I'm just happy to be a part of the process and and be here and be present. Um, Yeah. Right, right. And you're happy to wear, like you said, the many hats that you do wear, you're happy to wear them. You're not wearing any of them begrudgingly. No, not at all. Um, I'm, I'm very grateful to wear these hats. I feel like, you know, we all should be a Renaissance woman or man or they, whatever you want to be. I think that that's a part of life is being different. I always think when I die, what are they going to, what are they going to say about me? I want to be a person that helps 
I want to be a person that you call. I'm always there. Um, and, and also, I like to feel fulfilled. So um, I don't want to just sit around and do nothing. You know, sometimes I want to sit around and do nothing, but I don't want that to be Robin's definition is a couch potato. No, um, <laughs> this lady, right. I do all this. Right, right. That makes sense. That makes sense. That's actually a perfect segue into, so when our industry does open back up, mm-hmm. what are you hoping that you return to the industry with? And and let me be more specific, mm-hmm. like in terms of your mindset, in terms mm-hmm. of your emotional well-being, how do you as Robin Major see yourself and want to return to the industry? Uh, my main My main focus for anything and I have it on my wall, is self-love. So I just, I'm stepping in open-minded and I'm hoping that the the industry is more inclusive in every way, not just black and white and big and small, but in every way, like embracing every quirkiness of a person so the world can see them. So for me, I'm, I'm, I'm coming in just, with fresh open eyes because this is my biggest break from the theater. Mm -hmm. Um, Even though I am, you know, constantly working and constantly doing something in the arts. Um, It's been a long time since I've done something scripted. (laughs) So when I come back, it's all about love. It's just love and just a breath of fresh air, just openness and kindness. That's what I want to come back to. I want to come back to, Everybody happy and loving one another. Everybody's excited because um, every once in a while, I, I I'll enter into a space like it's a job sometimes, and I really love the theater. That's what I'm. One of the things that I'm most passionate about. So I just want to come in just with a fresh take on the theater. Like I'm ready to work, but I'm also ready to take in the ensemble. I don't know if I made sense with that answer, but you did. You did. You're coming in, you know, with openness. You want to yeah. return with openness and and love, like self-love, like you said, on yourself and then love for other people. And that hopefully, you know, others return in that same yeah. mental and emotional mindset. Yeah. Like, you know, for me, it's when I was taking a break, I was, it's not to say that I was heartbroken, but it, it's very hard sometimes. Um, over here in Chicago theater, um, sometimes it could be a little bit exclusive. Mm-hmm. So it kind of left a bad taste in my mouth because I'm like, damn, you know, I'm having these callbacks and they're pe- picking the same people over and over again. And, and sometimes it feels like a little click. Mm-hmm. And it kind of made me feel like, dang, you know, is this really for me? Because I don't feel like I'm a part of something. I don't feel like I belong or I necessarily fit. Here I am, this big girl who can sing and I'm quirky and I'm funny, but I, there's nothing. It's not to say that there was nothing for me. It was just, it was hard to fit in somewhere. So when I started the children, when I was in the children's theater company, it was it was a lot easier because we're, we could be more creative. But these already scripted shows, it was harder for me to get cast in. And I don't want to blame anyone or, or put any fault on, on these people who are booking the jobs and working. It has nothing to do with them, uh, but everything to do with the people up top 
just picking the same people or the same type of people. So mm-hmm. you don't see any diversity. So I'm trying my best, you know, when when theater opens back up, come in with an open mind um, and pray that, <laughs> you know, and even if it doesn't, that's totally fine because I've made my own little lanes. Because I always say, if I'm not going to be cast in the show, I'm going to make my own show, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's, that, that's kind of where I was coming from with that answer. Right. This is really hard. It's hard. It's hard out here for them. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> it is. It is. But, you know, you are resilient. And that's yeah. why you are here and where you're at right now. And so I would ask you, what advice do you have to other artists about you know, approaching the return. Well, first of all, actually being present right now in their mm-hmm. lives and what they're doing and what they're working on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, how how you would say to return to the industry, because it will eventually open back up, but, yes. you know, what's your advice to other artists who are also maybe thinking about their Amazon yes. product and be like, you should do it. Um, and just, or start your store, anything. <laughs> yes, your store, start your YouTube. Though, you know, what would you say to other artists who are, you know, betting on themselves right now? Because that's what we got to do. I, w- I would say keep your blinders on. Don't look to your left or to your right, because a lot of times we're measuring our success based on others. Like, don't look at everybody else. Think about you. And and a lot of people, especially myself included, and I need to take this on advice, you know, I, I, I feel really hard on myself that I may be watching TV all day or sometimes I'll be in bed because I'll, I'll be depressed and, and I wouldn't do nothing for a whole week or a few days. And don't be hard on yourself. It's okay. It is your journey. And um, I, I always say this, like, it's like a factory reset right now with this whole pandemic. Sit down and take your time. It's okay. Like the deadline, there is no deadline, you know? Mm-hmm. There is no deadline. It's whatever you want to do. And when when it opens back up, when outside opens back up, people are going to be flooding to these audition rooms. They're going to be very crowded and it may be hard to get a job. Some people, some of us will be very, very lucky. But if you don't get that job, it is okay. Just remember, it's a whole bunch of people trying to get one job because everybody want to work now. Everybody want to, everybody wants to get, so don't be hard on yourself. And take take it one day at a time, and just like you know, how, you know how the struggle is in New York City. You know, mm-hmm. you gotta keep going. Just go audition. Just audition. Just go. If you're tired, just go. Just go and just see. You never know. The one that you may have slept through or didn't want to go to that could have been your that could have been your job. And I know I'm kind of contradictory right now, but even still, even still, if you're rest, if you're if you're tired, rest. You know, if you don't want to do anything, don't do it. But if you do, get up and do it. Just get up mm-hmm. and do it. Just try. And I and I love TikTok. So if anything, if you want to express yourself, just go to TikTok. You know, go to TikTok and put a little video out there. Just do something. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you know Carlita. Carlita, she her first video was the Busted Challenge. And she halfway went viral. That's her first video. You never know. You never know. Just just put yourself out there when you can. And if you want to take a break, take a break. If you want to watch TV, watch TV. 
Uh, and if you want to eat a donut, eat a donut. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Eat that donut, y'all. Okay. <laughs> eat it. <laughs> you gotta be random somewhere. <laughs> you, you have to. You have to. That's yes. what it is. Yes. But I love what you said about the factory reset. Mm-hmm. Like this time is our factory reset. Because as you know, you know, running around New York or Chicago, or I bet you if I talk to a friend in L.A., it's the same. Yeah. Like running around, you forget, you know, you know what? Let me let me go to this file menu restart because I got to restart this. This is a, actually not even restart. Like you said, factory reset. Yeah. <laughs> Start from scratch. Just mm-hmm. start over. And it's okay. It's okay. You know, and, and people, you know, sometimes they spread these memes around or these Facebook posts about how if you ain't do nothing this whole time, you need to really look at yourself. No, uh-uh. don't do that. Because just because you're going at that pace doesn't mean a person needs to go the same pace as you. Our paces are, are we're different. We're all human. We're all complete different. We're not the same. So just take a break. Right. Take a break. Right. Like all of our journeys are not the same. They're not the same. They're not at all, you know? And and if they were, some, some I honestly feel like some people can handle certain things, you know? Mm-hmm. Because me, it's like, yeah, I can, I can do all these different things. I can, I can be good, but it can stress somebody out, you know? Mm-hmm. So... I'm, that's why I'm like, I don't want to advocate for people just, oh, work your butt off and just keep doing all this and wake up every single day and have a routine. And, nah, blump that. No, do whatever you want to do right now. This is the time that you can get up, you can sleep in, <laughs> do whatever you want. If you want to eat breakfast at night, you do that, you know, do whatever you want to do right now. This is your mm-hmm. time. Because once it opens back up, then that's when that demand happens. Alrighty, now I have to get a job. Now I have to do this because I gotta pay my rent. I gotta pay my. This is now. This is the time where it's like, okay, take your time. If you can't, if you can't, if you ain't making enough money right now, it's okay. But you're gonna eventually make it. You know, it's gonna be all right. But right now is sit back, relax, and and enjoy this little ride called the pandemonium, aka <laughs> pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> the pandemonium. Oh. And the pandemonium, y'all. Pandemonium. As or as my friend Brenda would say, the pandemic. Yes. The pandemic. It's a pandemic. It's a it's a pandemic, y'all. Yes. It's a pandemic. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Oh, Robin, thank you. Thank you so much for sharing your story and your pivots and your ups and downs and your realities. Thank you. Thank you. Um, The one thing I wanted to talk about, uh, Mm -hmm. just personally, 2020 was very hard. And I think we had this conversation through text um, because I had to set a lot of boundaries um, with myself and with my family. Because, yeah, our careers are one thing, but mental is the most important thing because we all need to be here. So I live alone. You know, you got to have my two dogs. And if I didn't have them, I wouldn't have survived at all. Like, so I just want to just whoever's listening, it's times where we get really, really down and it's okay. Um, But therapy helped 
so, so much. So if you can sign up for therapy, you know, um, if you, what is it, Medicaid or Medicare, I think it's Medicaid, it covers therapy. So if you need to talk to somebody, please talk to someone because it was some months that I I was really, really down and um, working on my product and YouTube kind of distracted me. But after that's all said and done, especially being in the house all the time, you're still left with your thoughts. So my biggest thing is talk to someone. Um, and for me, that's why I say do whatever you want, because that's the most important thing is to make sure that your mental is in check. And us as artists, we're very, very sensitive. So um, just know that you're not alone. And, and if you can talk to someone, please do. My friends have been my therapist for years. And it was the first time I actually invested in therapy. And I've been in therapy since May. So um, you're not alone. I'm just mm-hmm. saying that. And, and sign up for therapy if you can, if you can. Yes. Yes. Amen to that. Could it, taking care of our mental health is probably the biggest the biggest thing that we need to take care of right now. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. Because we just sit in the house all day. Like, sometimes I felt like, I think around like August, I felt like I was in prison. I'm like, this is horrible. I can't go outside. Now it's a new strain. I'm like, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. You know, I would escape to the grocery store and that would be a little bit of salvation for me. I'm like, okay, let me look at this fresh fruits and vegetable and think about food because that's all we could think about. Yeah. <laughs> the grocery store saved me. Um, and, and then also, you know, TV. TV saved me as well. Um, but a good thing that marijuana is legal here in Illinois. It's legal in New York. Hopefully it'll be legal in the country. And that also helped as well. So smoke some weed if you can. <laughs> Yes, if that is your thing, go ahead. (laughs) Yeah, but thank you so much for talking to me and um, asking, getting inside my quirky little brain. Um, Of course, of course, Robin. But before I let you go, I must, I must, I must say this to you, is that I acknowledge you, I celebrate you, and I uplift you. Why is always Black women saving the world? That's what I want to know. <laughs> black women is saving the mother effing world right now. What you just told me. Don't make me cry. <laughs> Go on a cracker. Go. Um, let, it, let it flow. <laughs> <laughs> that was so nice. Thank you so much. Black women, we are, oh, we are superheroes. We are superheroes. You are a superhero. Oh, thank you. I needed that so much. Thank you. Can I I bounce back and get that back to you? You are worthy. You are amazing. You are beautiful. You are needed. (laughs) You're going to be abundant. You are abundant. Dang. Thank you. Thank you. You're going to make me cry. (laughs) No, it's it's the truth. It's the truth. Oh, yeah. We some superheroes up in here. Mm-hmm. Every time I watch a TV show, this is how much this will let you know how much TV I watch. And it's a black woman that come in and they'll say something like Bridgerton. Like uh-huh. it's like, you know, the cute little dude, whatever his name is, uh Simon, whatever his name is. Simon, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
and the the, the black woman who raised him because his daddy wanted to throw him away because he had a stutter. I'm uh-huh. sorry, give it away. Now. In yeah, the- sorry, y'all. If you didn't watch, sorry. Disclaimer: Don't don't listen. Don't keep listening if you haven't watched Bridgerton yet. <laughs> but she gave him a speech and literally put so much. She like, what do you call it? She she just spoke life into him. It's like, no, you're gonna walk into this room and everybody's gonna look at you and that's gonna be your strength. And I was mm-hmm. like, why is black women saving the world? We say the world on TV. We we always there when you need it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is true. Yes. This now, is true. Now, if only they created Bridgerton. For, uh, I'm sorry, I'm rambling. I'm like, only if they created Bridgerton with, with a black girl, the dark skinned black girl, get all that loving. Come one on. Day. One day. One day. One, one day. day. We, we working towards it. We're going yes. to get it. We will have it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, Robin, just thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Robin, thank you so much for sharing. I am so proud of you and your Beyond Beauty Lashes. Our resiliency as artists is definitely a useful tool, skill, and mindset to have, no matter what lane we are choosing to currently go down. Know that whatever you choose to do is the right thing to do if it's in support of your mental well-being. If that means launching your product on Amazon, starting your own YouTube channel, or taking the day to watch TV, so be it. Thank you again, Robin, and thank you for tuning in. I'll speak to you soon.